Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us again uh, on this episode. I wanted to tee this up a little bit. We had some audio issues coming from the background. So this is going to be a two-parter, but not in two different weeks. So you'll get two parts, one week. Uh, we just ran into some, picking up some background noise that I wasn't sure if it was going to be clean enough um, to not get hit with any, like, licensing issues. So you're going to have two episodes. This this first one may stay up. It may get flagged. I, I don't know. But anyway, in the in this beginning episode, you're going to hear from Ben Merritt. He is the, a volunteer uh, at the Groundhog Day Marathon. He also is the RD for the Millennium Park Marathon. And so we get a chance to interview him uh, first uh, he gives us some, uh, just some info on the Groundhog Day Marathon, like some race report for that day, which won't mean anything to you right now, but just, uh, it was, it was fun to talk to him about that. But he also goes into some more detail about why they do or don't do, uh, certain sections or what they do to certain sections of the race course. Uh, so yeah, that's what this, this week's episode slash episodes is going to look like. Maybe this first one will stay up. Not sure. But if it does, great. Uh, so, yeah, we're breaking this up just in case this one gets flagged. But the second one will be all good. The second one, we get an opportunity to talk to Don Kern and interview him. Uh, his history of being a, an RD, his history of being uh, a marathoner and some of the different things that he's done through his career. So, yeah, just wanted to tee that up so you didn't wonder why this is two episodes in one week. It's really just one episode broken up into two uploads. So, yeah, hope you enjoy. We'll jump in. All right, well, let's jump into this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Don't Know Running podcast, where we share our experiences and make running fun and not so fun. I'm Lewis, and I'm a self-admitted lazy ultra runner. And I'm Mitch. I'm just lazy, and I don't want to run today or tomorrow because I think that course is going to suck. I think it is. Yeah. I, when you were putting that, I, I knew it, where your head was at in this. And I, I, and on the other hand, when you put that down on there, I was like, come on, man. This this is just for fun. It is. I, You know, I've been kind of watching the Facebook page. I've, this is the 10th year running this. And I know from experience, there's been two years where it's actually been runnable. Is that, is that what it is? I wonder. Two or three. I, I don't know. And it's not, I know it's going to be like mashed potatoes. And I want to get Ben over here or maybe even get Alan to sit down and talk. They just drove the course Yeah. on a side-by-side. I'd like to see what they say about it or if that actually helped or made it worse. We'll find I out. I think we're going to have to push Ben to sit down. Yes. I don't know that he's just going to voluntarily sit down. I mean, I tried, and he was pretty hesitant, but all he's doing is standing around. I know. (laughs) That's what he does. That's what you do, right? When you're trying to put together a race, you just stand around and do nothing. He's the help, and, you know. (laughs) Well, he just tells the help what to do. Right. (laughs) All right, everybody. We are live at, uh, well, live, and not necessarily live. We're live recording. We're recording on location at Groundhog Day marathon actually the day before the one the world championship one sixth marathon so we've got uh check-in going on right now fortunately we have a heated tent 
really happy to see that. I was a little concerned if it was going to be the, what, 18 or 15 degrees that it is outside and using these microphones. I actually wasn't really looking forward to that and might have had to make a call to not because these diaphragms don't exactly uh, cooperate very well with cold. So, yeah, we're live. We're trying to get a couple of people uh, that know the race course uh, today that have been out on the race course, uh, Ben and Adam, potentially, to sit down with us. And Adam I just, or Alan? Alan. Alan. And, and I, just, I just texted them to get over here and sit down, and we'll see how that goes. And give us a race report. Exactly. Did you tell him we want a race report? He gave me the one minute. <laughs> he gave he gave the one second. I'm gonna ignore this text, so I don't he's, have to do this. Because he's got way more important things to do right now. Yeah, he does. He but he's been super uh, accommodating. Uh, yeah. When I got here, um, it's funny because I don't think we've ever actually been introduced, but we've ran in the same similar circles and kind of talked. Uh, about this or about that and commented on things but never actually been introduced. And it's been great. Super good guy. I'm sure you've met him before. Um, but not formally introduced. Probably, yeah. Yeah, through yeah. in passing and stuff. We might get him. We might get I, him. He's coming for sure. Sit down and put the... Sit down and put the headphones on. It's going to be a good time. All right, we got him. We got him sitting down. Then he can at least hear us. Yeah, you gotta have. You're gonna have to have the headphones on to hear us. Can you hear us? Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for sitting down. I, I didn't think you were gonna. I didn't think you were gonna join us. Ben can be talking about anything. Yeah. Just so you know. So we have Ben with us. Uh, who? What's your official title here today? I'm a volunteer. So you're a volunteer, but I'm you kind of manage everything, right? Uh. Most I'm things, a volunteer. I'll you're a volunteer. Okay. I'm a jack of all trades. Okay, gotcha. So Mitch wanted you to sit down specifically because you just went out on the course. Yeah. So I just took a Kubota out around the course, uh, took it over to the bridge, uh, ran the course as it is, and I was, as somebody who's going to run the half tomorrow, I was pleasantly surprised after the report that I got earlier this week. Yeah, same here. I, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised to see it mostly, I would say, probably 70% plus packed down. Okay. Uh, you can tell the Kubota's been through a number of times. Uh, the trail's groomed through a number of sections. Uh, the only thing that I would say alarmed me at any given point was I could feel the Kubota shifting on uh, the trail, and it it was uh, just a reminder that there's probably good sheer ice under that packed snow. Um, but I think you know for your foot traffic, your pedestrians moving through there, I think it'll go smooth. Um, okay. One of the things that we're asked every year is uh, since we started doing it, anyways, is is the course going to be plowed? And it's really nice when it is plowed and when it's really smooth. Like, I think two, three years ago, uh, there was no snow. It literally was just... Because it was plowed? No, there was okay, no snow no at snow. all. I, like, out on, we didn't have snow at that time. Okay. Rudy sent me pictures of every year of me running, and there was a couple years where you can tell um, not a lot of snow. Right. And I remember uh, there's been years where 
it wasn't plowed, and there was literally 12, 14 inches of snow. Uh, I remember I was out of town looking at pictures later in the day getting posted on Facebook, and it, it was comical. You know, the guy next to me, Mitch here, you know, you never <laughs> seen any different face on him. He's just a stud plowing through it. Um, I think just a workhorse. I think I dropped to the half that one year, <laughs> and that was, I mean, I fell over probably five times. So, yeah, you know, but so people always ask, is it plowed or not plowed? And, you know, if we were to say it wasn't plowed, they're going to say, oh, man, you know, that's uh, that's horrible. I'm not going to do it. So, yeah, that's one thing. I've, I've, I've never run this race. This will be my first year. Uh, and I'm, I did, I do recall several years just looking at pictures that Rudy would take and go, man, you guys are, you guys are champions out there getting through 26 miles of that. Yeah, for sure. It's a tough go. Well, the fortunate thing is you're doing four miles six times. True. So, you get, you do get back here yeah. and you can change out what you need to change out if you want to change anything, right? Well, it's, it's a little bit of a hike from the start finish line to get to the tent. So if you want to change out stuff, you want to keep it close to the, the start finish line. So I have changed stuff out before, but it's difficult to do. I think one thing we've noticed in the past, too, is that people will come do the one-sixth tonight, and they'll, uh-huh. they'll have that perception that, man, that course was brutal. It was uh, not packed down or, you know, whatever the case may be. And what they don't realize was that they were actually the ones that are packing the course down. They're making it runnable they're, for everybody They're on making it Saturday. runnable for tomorrow morning. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's... Yeah, I got. I have to wonder: Are shrews really going to help this time around? Because if if that Kubota is moving, we're going to push snow around. Yeah, I that crossed my mind too. As I, for the first time ever, I put screws in my trail shoes this week, and I went out yesterday for I don't know four miles and just kind of put them to a test in a residential area with ice, and I can tell you where there was sheer ice under a couple inches of snow. Uh, it was. Uh, it would alert you very quickly. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to like do a turnaround in a cul-de-sac or anything like that. I I haven't been wearing screws in my shoes very often this year. There's been a couple times, but I haven't. And Lewis was critiquing how I did my. I wasn't critiquing. Yeah, you were. I and wasn't I, critiquing. And I said I could put them wherever I want. You I, did. I, and I, I just said I wouldn't put one in the middle there because you have one like right under the ball of your foot. I do. It's fine. That's the only place it can push up. Like where it could actually like get up high enough. I well, I, I don't just get what you mean. Trust, trust the math. How how thick is your soul? You're not not your actual soul, Mitch. We know you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the soul of your shoe. Yeah, I have trail shoes on. There's plenty of space. Uh-huh. Right. Well, okay. And then you're good. Um, I just I just wouldn't put in there because I would never want the constant pounding or something to. To potentially, I don't yeah. think you're going to feel anything out there because it's going to be deep enough. It's going to be. Do you do you think that it's going to be the mashed potatoes type I, thing? I think it's so. going to get into that. Yeah. Okay. Last year it was funny that the stretch by the river was probably the worst. I, I went through there the first time and I thought, man, if it goes like this all day. So, the reason why is the Kent County Parks, which we love and we appreciate and what yes. they do for us and the ability to, to be here and doing this, uh, 
they have a partnership with a group that they cross-country ski that section through there. And so the Kent County Parks grooms that stretch. And so because of that partnership, they said, you guys can plow everything you want except for the stretch along the river. And I think in hindsight, what they probably learned was it doesn't matter because you're going to have 600 people go through, probably 400 of them at least three times, half of that six times. So you figure however many times through, it's getting gutted. I mean, it's just going to get bombed. So, but at least there's, you know, a groomer is going to come through and just take whatever got bombed and clean it up anyway. So... Yeah, they can. I mean, yeah. they can do a lot with that but as long as the snow's yeah. not gone. Yep. So that's that's the background, you know, for anybody listening who's done this race a couple times. That's good to know. Yeah, it's it's not just black or white on whether it gets plowed. You know, there's a little bit more thought that goes into what's underneath it. Uh, you know, things of that nature. So. Oh yeah, like if it's pure ice, we don't necessarily want to bring it down to the ice. No, not at all. Well, that's the end of this first segment uh this week where we got to talk to ben with the next episode we'll jump back in with ben and just hear from him on how he got into rding uh race directing and uh yeah from here on you should be good to go enjoy the rest of this week's episode. Mm-hmm.